Hey team, welcome to the Professionally Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cabrera. This is the spot where we provide raw, unfiltered insights from some amazing guests. Stand by, you're about to be offended in all the right ways. Have you ever been in a situation where you were either sitting up by yourself or with a group, with your team, and as you were moving along your plan of execution, whatever that might be, in business, personal life, new venture, you ended up getting mired by something. Something stopped you. You weren't able to move forward any longer. Maybe some of y'all felt really eager and the other some you know the other group or the other half maybe didn't you know felt some res- reservation about moving forward on the current trajectory or maybe you've sat there with a the decision and couldn't quite get to the point of starting to execute on it because something was holding you up oftentimes what you end up finding is that there is some level of risk that is presenting itself and you're trying to figure out what the heck to do with it and in addition to that risk you have what I call an instability in your decision making. This is what's causing the spinning, the talking in circles, and the lack of confidence moving forward. The way this manifests itself, as an example, might be like you're investing in a new venture or product line, and as you're moving towards that decision, you keep going back on, well, one day we think it's a good idea, and another day you don't think it's a good idea, even if you got all the data. Or maybe you're trying to decide to hire somebody. You feel pretty good about it, but at the same time, you're not quite sure if it's worth the investment or if it's going to ROI itself. You know, that individual is really going to live up to what you hope they're going to be able to deliver for the company. Maybe it's delegating a task out to someone. You know you need the help. You're up against the wall. You got no bandwidth, but you want to go ahead and give your second in command or maybe another manager or teammate some of this responsibility but you just can't quite do it, right? Or maybe it's allocating capital, whatever it might be in business. And this also applies to the outdoors in a space that I spend quite a bit of time in where you're trying to make a decision about continuing to stay at the altitude that you're at. Maybe you're trying to make a decision about route selection. And there's something there that's holding you up, right? You have a decision to make. You've made all the assessments, but you're still unable to commit to that decision. What I ask you to think about is when you're presented with that issue, when you're presented with this dilemma, you have to really understand two things. And I call it subjective and objective risk. Risk is a part of business. Risk is a part of being in the outdoors. Risk is definitely a part of high stakes environments. And how you understand what subjective versus objective risk is super important because it's often the reason you're stumbling. It's often the reason that you're hung up and that you can't move forward. Or after you've started moving forward, you've kind of got some paralysis there and you're not able to keep pushing. So let's talk about what these words mean and let's break it down. So first of all, risk. Let's talk about that. Risk is defined as exposure to hazard or danger. And in the case of business, it's some chance that an investment will lose value. That's something that you're presented with in business and with you know our personal lives every single day, right? You step outside, there's a level of risk that you might get hit by a bus. Or you make a new investment in a new product and there's some level of risk that no one's going to buy the thing, right? There's always risk associated with everything that we do. Subjective, just the word subjective, 
means influenced by personal feelings, taste, or opinions. While on the other side of it, objective is dealing with facts or conditions as perceived without distortion by personal feelings, prejudice, or interpretations. So what does this all mean? Well, risk obviously is the thing that we incur every single day when we're making a decision. There's a potential that something bad could happen if we make this decision, if we execute this decision. Subjective is the decisions and the risks that we perceive are dangerous, simply not based on fact, but based on what we believe to be true, how we feel about something. Where objective is clearly what is actually the danger that's occurring here. The example I like to give, especially in the outdoor space and in the mountains, hopefully will ring true for you, is this happens quite a bit actually when you're climbing and traversing at altitude because there's obviously a lot of risks that can be presented. But more than anything else, there's a lot of emotion and a lot of mentality check that has to occur. And so oftentimes when we're moving through the mountains and we're moving through different climbs and formations when you're thinking about those things you'll continue to move along the path and then sometimes you'll get mired either it be a teammate or the whole team will get stunted by not being able to move forward because of what is perceived to be dangerous now there's no doubt there's real dangers out there but a lot of the situation can sometimes be mitigated by truly understanding what is the risk at hand I saw a person one time on a climb, we were on our way up and they're on their way down. And this was actually a very gradual climb. There was nothing super dangerous or steep about this. We didn't have any technical equipment on, none of that stuff. This was just pretty straightforward. But this individual had fear in their eyes and they were on the way down, right? So they had fear in their eyes. They were scooting all the way down the hill. Um, and it, it really presented itself as a situation that didn't need to be. But there was something going on in their mind that really didn't sit well. It was something that you could tell that no matter what, actually, as a matter of fact, the teammate they were with was completely walking upright down this hill while this individual was grabbing on was, you know, with both hands, kind of sliding down the hill on their bottom. And they had their feet kind of you know, scraping the earth there and, and kind of crabbing all the way down and fear in their eyes. That was clearly a subjective risk. There was plenty of people coming downhill just fine, and there were plenty of folks going uphill just fine with no technical equipment. So the person in their mind had subjective risk that this was more dangerous than it actually was. And so this happens. I've been on climbs before where we're up north of 11,000, 10,000 feet, and we're making a traverse on a particular formation. And as you look down, there's a shelf immediately under you, and then there's a then you can kind of see all the way down to the bottom of the of the mountain. And what we get focused on as folks is that we'll look all the way down at the bottom of the mountain and say, well, that is scary because we're eleven thousand feet, twelve thousand feet, fourteen thousand feet in the air. But the reality of it is, if I was actually to fall from that point, I would hit the shelf that's at the bottom, which might be only twenty feet down below, and it's at a gradual slope. So the reality is I'm not actually gonna fall. 12,000 feet. I'm only going to fall 20 feet. And especially if I got protection in and equipment and I'm tied in and I'm doing the proper techniques, that likelihood of me falling to begin with is pretty low. And even if it did happen, I'll probably just get a couple scrapes, but I'll be able to, you know, stop myself and just climb my way back up. I've seen many a times just that 
subjective perception about how high something is hold people from actually committing and continuing to move. I've literally seen folks freeze on a mountainside because they can no longer move because of what is perceived to be dangerous. And so what we do, especially before we set out on the trail or before we set out on the mountain, is we'll talk about the objective and subjective risks that are potentially could present itself. Sometimes we can anticipate all of them, but a lot of times you can't. And what we'll also do along the route is take these short breaks and also talk about subjective and objective risk. Now, this I will say, in order to have a mature conversation around subjective and objective risk, there has to be a lot of work that comes in ahead of time. There has to be a lot of grounding. There has to be a lot of common communication. There has to be a lot of level setting for folks to talk from a common place of understanding. Once you've done that, and that's an entire different conversation and podcast session, but once you've actually established that every here, everybody here professionally understands how risk is looked at and what are the real factors at play, then you can have a really intelligent and meaningful conversation around subjective versus objective risk. And the important thing to remember is objective risk is things that are followed by fact. They're supported by fact, right? We are about to endure a climb and this traverse has a spot that potentially there's risk of us falling. Okay, that's objective. That risk of falling might mean that we hit the shelf below us, which is 20 feet below. That's also objective. A subjective piece of risk is if one of us is not in the right mindset, or this might be the first time that we're climbing this pitch or climbing this route, we may perceive this to be more dangerous because you can actually see all the way to the bottom of the mountain from this location which may give you the feeling you might fall 12,000 feet, but the reality of it is, is you won't. So understand that when you're going through this portion of the mountain, just ensure that you understand that if something were to happen, you got all the protection in place, you have teammates looking out, and the reality of it is, is that if you did fall, you're actually only falling 20 feet. Regardless of what you might think, you're only going to fall 20 feet, and you're going to fall very gradually down that hill. That's important to talk through. It may not always fix everything, but it does level set you at what you're about to endure. And the way this happens in business is very, very, is exactly the same. When you're looking at, do we invest in this product or not? Well, what does the ROI say on that? What is, how does that accompany or support the other products that you have and the other services that you're offering? Does it fit? Do you have the right people to do the work? Right? These are all objective questions. Once you've decided that this is all the case, and then you kind of have always the question about money, how much is it going to cost? What I find is what is helpful is think about the worst case scenario, just like we did on the mountain, right? If you were to fall, right? You're probably not going to, but if you were to fall, what is the worst thing that happens? Well, you kind of slip, get some scratches, and you hit the bottom of that shelf. So what's the worst case that can happen with the product, right? If this fails, we're out $100,000. Okay, well, What's our cash position? Well, right now we have $3 million in cash reserves. Okay, is that where we were taking the money from? Sure. So you're saying if it costs $100,000 to execute this project and it doesn't go well, this would be what percentage of our entire cash position, right? And that's a valid exercise. You want to be able to go through that exercise so that you can really understand what it is that you're enduring here. And so if it is $3 million in cash reserves and you've used $100,000, you are about 3%. 
probably not enough to keep anybody awake at night. And as long as it checks all the blocks of this being a worthy endeavor, the risk is pretty low, right? So what's actually the objective risk there is that you might be out $100,000, maybe some reputational hit, depending on where that's at, right? But you're not going to lose the entire farm if you go through this project. Where on the other hand is if it costs you $5 million to go through this project, the objective risk there is that you're going to be above your cash reserves, out on that, and now you've got a situation of deficit to make up. Is that worth doing or not? But oftentimes we'll get focused on the $100,000 that we're about to lose. And it seems like a lot of money. Maybe for some of us, we've never even seen $100,000 before. And so that risk can mire us because subjectively we're looking at hundred grand and going, well, that's a lot of money. Sure, it's a lot of money, especially if maybe you're paying $100,000 for an ink pen. But $100,000 for a product that ultimately you will create potentially, let's assume you've done your homework and your diligence, and this is going to create long-term revenue gains and growth for your team. And the worst that can happen is you lose $100,000. The objective risk there is not very high. And the subjective risk is only in your mind, right? Especially if you know that the rest of the business can support a speed bump like that if it doesn't go well. So what you have to do in these scenarios is really understand from where are you coming from? Where's your team at right now? Is there a lot of subjective opinions being thrown out about what could be and what couldn't be? We've never spent this kind of money before. Okay, well, does that mean we shouldn't? Does that mean we can't support it? Let's ask really hard, direct questions about where we're at. And then in addition to that, also understand that when you are being objective about your decisions that you're still mindful that subjectivity can exist and can still potentially mire the situation. For example, on that mountain, even though the objective risk is pretty low, there still might be one person on that team that still doesn't believe it and freezes on the mountain and you're still having to do something about it. So it doesn't mean that you disregard subjective risk, but it does mean that you're mindful of it and that you also do what you need to do to mitigate that risk. And the way that you mitigate that risk is through practice and communication. Let's start with communication first. You got to be clear about what the rules are in which we're playing with, what the real risks are, and what do the facts say, and what are the things that we are hoping to achieve from this. You got to have a common shared understanding of what it is we're trying to achieve and what are the obstacles you're going to endure potentially. Then after that, you just got to start doing, right? You got to start getting out there. And what I like to say is the only way you're going to feel more confident getting in the ring is getting punched in the face once in a while. And that's important, right? Getting punched in the face allows you to see that risk and pain can suck, but it also is something that can make us stronger and be able to see these situations from a point of, okay, I've been here before. Maybe it isn't so bad and I can kind of get used to this. And once you've done that, then you've had several at-bats that allow your team to understand, okay, you know what? I've done this a couple times. Those things I was worried about never really manifested itself. And now that subjective risk gets really minimized and you can really focus on what the objective risk of what's going on. And what I want to be clear about is that subjective and objective risk are both real things. And although you want to minimize subjective risk so that you can really focus on what the real risk at hand is, subjective risk does play into the emotions and ultimately plays into how things do or don't get executed. So as a leader and as a person running your team or even yourself, just being mindful of those two things can be 
the difference between getting mired in a decision and all hands are stopped and nobody's moving or being able to go, you know what, let's just get to the next decision here and keep moving. And let's get to the next decision, new information and keep moving. Those are the reasons that if you've ever been in a situation where you're having a difficult time figuring out what to do next, I would ask yourself, stand back, look at what are the subjective and objective risks that might be holding you up, figure out how you deal and mitigate both, and keep moving. That's all I have. We'll see you on the high ground. Well, thank you all for listening. This is the Professionally Offensive Podcast. You can catch us on all platforms. JC out.